To the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Hi, Kevin. I got a mouthful of Starburst jelly beans. They're pretty good. Right. Big fan. Big fan. Hey, good. One of your favorites. Any candy. Sweet tooth. Hey. Easter time. Foreshadowing. Candy bar. Candy. Candy. Candy, candy bar. Candy, candy bar. Candid bar. Candy bar. Foreshadowing. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm still awake. Still awake. He's upright. <laughs> it's about as best as we can ask for with Kevin. Um, you know, little guy at home, multiple businesses. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I had, there was a great, uh, I told somebody today, it feels like I'm a little behind the eight ball all the time. And they're like, wow. It sounds like you're a parent and part of entrepreneurship, which is so true. Entrepreneur. Um, entrepreneurship. Still can't spell that word. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right, though. I mean, as you can see behind us, if you're on the live stream, this lovely space that I have created um, is rocking and rolling and having a fun time with it, getting back into like more of the rehab and kind of getting around with workouts. Rehab. Re- more, more foreshadowing. Jeez, I'm just, I'm on fire today. You're on foreshadow mm. fire. Is that a where thing? there's, where there's shadows, there's <sighs> fires. I no. don't know. <laughs> we do have a very fun show for you. This is episode what two ten. Two ten. I think I'm, I'm actually, I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm not excited for all our shows, but I don't know why. I am especially. I just think tonight's show is going to have a lot of fun conversation. So I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Maybe a little extra. Booyah. So happy Booyah. International Women's Day to all the female athletic really? trainers out there. Yeah. Kudos to you. Thank you for what you do. Thanks. The ladies, the women. Yeah. Representing the profession well. You guys deserve a day. Better than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's March. It's National Athletic Training Month. The first week of it. On social media has been uh, good. I know Kevin, you're not on social media as much. I'm a trying of, a little bit. A lot of strong, like a lot of strong posts about promoting the profession. So good. Kudos to everybody out there for good, good, good. Doing it now. I will say this: doing it, doing it and doing. Part it of it's like you're you're promoting it to the people that already know you and follow you, so sure. they know what you do. So. How do we promote it to people that don't follow us? <laughs> How do we just... Hmm. That's a good point. I guess if you get the people that you follow to retweet or to share what you're posting, then maybe they're people who don't know. Yeah. It's like a dream. Inse- it. It's like Inception. Ooh. Confusing movie to many people, just like the profession of athletic training. Shout out to Aaron for being a woman. Yes. Shout out to Aaron for being the first on the old podcast tonight. Yeah. Welcome, Brandon. Good to have Hi, you Brandon. as well. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, really fun episode. We got. Uh, we are going to announce 
it's official. We have a new sponsor. So we're going to save that for just slightly a few minutes from now. Yeah. Let's tease them. But let's let's thank our regulars. So our best friends, the official sponsor of the Candid FA Training Room podcast. (laughs) I was going to say the official sponsor of the Candid FA Training Room (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> Candid FA training yeah. podcast is Healthy Roster. Um, so Healthy Roster, you can check them out at HealthyRoster.com. Um, they are the best EMR in the world. Uh, we were hoping to have Dan and or Nathan on uh, to talk some fat bracket. Uh, they do have some family commitments tonight, so they will not be joining us tonight, but they do. Dan wants to come on a couple times here in April uh, and talk to us, and of course we will. we would love to talk to him. Anytime. Uh, so again, check them out at HealthyRoster.com. They are the official sponsor of Candid FI Training Podcast. Thank you to Smart Tools. 10% off uh, anything at Smart Tools using the Candid 10 code. Uh, they are, it's less than a month till they yes. do a CEO, CEU course for our members mm-hmm. of our show. So if mm-hmm. you're a member of Candid FI Training Podcast, uh, there should be an email saying when we are having it and yep. we're going to... The first week of April, I believe. No, it's this is uh, technically the second week. Yeah, no, I think it's um. Is it the seventh? April thirteenth. Oh yeah, you're right. We actually. had to move it the thirteenth. Yeah. April thirteenth. So, there's going to be an email if you're a member of the show. Uh, join us for uh, which is an a ex- Thursday, an exclusive one hour course on BFR. You're gonna you're gonna get all your BFR questions answered. So thank you to Smart Tools and Ed. And there's going to be continuing Ed associated with that right? yeah you're gonna get a one yep. ceo you're yeah. gonna get one ceo Heck just yeah. for being a member of our show so, yeah head over to smarttoolsplus.com and check them out thank you to human kinetics uh 20 off anything at human kinetics using the candid ceu code uh we are we just gave away another course and we have one more i believe to give away uh, kevin's got that information so um hopefully we have two more oh we have two, we have two more, more to give away so Erin's building furniture while she's watching this. Good for that you. That is amazing. Uh, again, thanks to Human Kinetics. And then lastly, um, thanks to FI Trainer Insurance Plus, um, the new, one of the newer sponsors to our show. Uh, I'm going to throw this graphic up here. Uh, discounted rates for athletic training members. Uh, if you're a, a member of the Candidate FI Training Podcast, you can get a discounted rate on your professional liability and general liability insurance uh, students fifty nine dollars part time employed uh, people eighty nine dollars full time employed one hundred and seventy nine. If you're self employed part time, it's two ninety nine. If you're full time self employed, six hundred and twenty four dollars. So, and I can't emphasize so much how much cheaper that is than the competition. Um, protect yourselves, so. everybody, and you know what? Double it up. Get yourself some general liability with that. Double. Wrap double, coverage. double wrap your coverage always. Uh, so those are those are our sponsors up to this point. Yeah, we're going to announce the next one in just a few minutes. Um, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the fat bracket. We're going to deep dive the fat bracket a little bit. We mm. we announced all the people last week. Uh, if you're listening to this again, you have until March fourteenth, fifteenth. What did I, what do we say here? I got it right here. I think the fourteenth is the the show that we are going. March fourteenth. Yep. Um, you have until March fourteenth 
to get your bracket turned in, email it to us at candidathletictraining at gmail.com. They are flying in already, but you have a little bit less than a week. Um, so that's fun. Do that because it's fun. We'll talk about the fat bracket in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a top five that I think is going to be lead to some good discussion. We have a very on-brand FMK tonight that Kevin doesn't know about. On-brand, huh? <laughs> yeah. And All then right. um, a, a, a really I think it's going to be a featured topic that uh, will help a lot of ATs. So we're looking forward to that. You got anything else? Um, yes, Aaron, your brackets have made it through yeah. the emails. I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, Aaron is dominating right now. With, I mean, she just keeps submitting more and more brackets, which is amazing. Keep it up, Aaron. Yeah, you're good. I think I'm good. Let's do the shenanigans. All right. so funny <laughs> just that aaron just wrote in i yelled at everyone about lightning McCain. yeah she was texting me about it it was like they were having a hardcore discussion about whether lightning mcqueen would make a good athletic trainer or not and uh-huh. she's all about it nice um i had a really tough time yeah you with just lightning McQueen. Out. i i haven't even made it all the way through mm, i'm like 90 i'm like 90 percent of the way through I got one, two, three, four, five more matchups out of sixty some to do. I'm gonna wait until everybody submits theirs, and then I'm gonna pick all mine. Pick the winners. <laughs> Conveniently, it's gonna be the ones that advance every single week. Yeah, it should be. I'm gonna stack the deck. You guys can't stop. I'm not me. gonna lie. I honestly went with who I thought would be the best athlete trainer. Not the popular pick. Not the popular pick. I'm not trying to outguess well, the competition. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna be very heartbroken after round one. I bet. I bet because I've got some strong are. opinions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Dembe. Dembe losing oh, in Dembe. round one was the ultimate dagger <laughs> into my soul. Live in infamy. Yeah, I've I had some fun discussions. But we'll, do you want to just start with the fat bracket talk? Go for it. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. it. Let's start with our fat bracket talk. So I was. I was at work today talking to our friend Will, uh, Will George, um, George, longtime friend of the show. We were discussing. He was filling out his bracket. I was filling out mine. We had a lot of very similar. We had a lot of the same. Yeah. But then we got to a few, and we were literally just being like, "Well, what do you think about this one?" And we would we could make arguments for both sides, and it was really fun. And that's exactly why we do this fat bracket. Um, maybe point. you think it's silly. Um, it is. However. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. And it's yeah. like, if, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't done a fat bracket and you don't know what it is, um, we just have like a, a March Madness style bracket on our website, candidathletetrain.com. You go to the website, you print it out, give it to just a couple of your athletes and ask them to fill it out. Who do you think would make the best athletic trainer and why? And then let it go. Let the fun begin because that's when people are going to start arguing and making these points and you're like, shit. The, the fun part is when somebody says something, you're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Because there's no right or wrong. This is all opinion. Yeah. All of these characters have pros and cons, just like athletic training profession, and that's why we do it. So it's really fun. Can you? I mean, this is the fourth one. It's really good. The fourth. Soon we're going to be able to, like, you could take the top four from each of the four years and then make it top 16. What's, fun. what's four times 64? 
Uh, four times sixty-four mm-hmm. is two hundred and sixty. Uh, two hundred and fifty-two. Two hundred fifty-six. Fifty-six. Two hundred fifty-six. Sixty-four plus sixty-four yeah. is one twenty-eight. Double that is two fifty-six. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what other math that goes in? It's like megabytes. You know, like hard drives. Yeah. Five twelve. Two fifty-six. Sixty-four. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. Anyway, there must be something about the number sixty-four. Um. So here's my 200, yeah. 260, wait, 250, oh God, what is it, 256? 256, yeah. 256 person contestants. Bracket. I guess. It'd be like the movie 300. <laughs> you think on the, you think on Can you the, imagine how small the font would have to be? Oh my God. <laughs> the lines. Well, I was just thinking like five year anniversary, we have like. The whole, like all five brackets built into one, that would be insane. We can try it next year. Let's do it. All right. So you have not done yours. Yeah, yeah. But do you have a bracket in front of you? You've got it in front of you. Okay, yeah, let's hold up. And if you're on the live stream, I want you guys to answer these two, because most of you who are on the live stream have done this. Um, let's let's just start with this. Um, best first round matchup. Best first round match. Yeah, like the one you're like most excited, maybe intrigued by. It's hardest for you to kind of decide. Best first round matchup if you're on the live stream. I mean, right away in the in the top left bracket, the Northwest region. I'm very intrigued with Lurch and the Incredible Hulk. Interesting. I think you can make arguments for both. And just the fact that it's just too ginormous. I guess beings, probably green. Um, they just make, I mean, they're just so, I, I love that matchup. I think for me, I think that's, a, I think that's a tough one. Lurch. Uh, no, actually, I think I, I think I have that one. I think, right. I think, I think my person will lose. Yeah. But I have Lurch. I have Lurch. Moving on. Moving on. But I think he's going to lose in the first round. I don't think people really get it. I think they'll just go, oh, yeah, Marvel. I don't know. I mean, there's, a, there's a Marvel bias here. There's always a Marvel bias. For me, my favorite first-round matchup is Uncle Phil mm. versus Coach Beard. I was just looking at that one. And you have not seen Ted Lasso yet, but you are no. you're close because I think the season three comes out next week, and you next said week? you were just okay. waiting to binge it. It's it's on my list of the next thing to binge. That is for sure the hardest first round matchup for me. All right, I have, uh, and I'll I'll say this: the more I think about it, I think Coach Beard, Uncle Phil, is going to. I, well, Uncle Phil will win because nobody <laughs> will truly think about who makes the best athletic trainer. It's like who do you like more, right? Um, Coach Beard. To me, one thing really stood out, and I kept coming back to the same thing. He is so good at anticipating what's going to happen, and like, hmm. he will have, like, he'll be like, Coach Lasso will be walking up to him, and he'll just have the coffee because he knows he needs a coffee. Like, he's just really good at wow. anticipating. Interesting. Um, oh, yeah. 
I think the other one, yeah, Kyle just said wine versus Sprite is a very interesting matchup too. I was, was going to say that one too. That's real. The spritzers. <laughs> Ooh, this is so much fun. Um, I'll. I can't. One, uh, Coach Beard, yeah. Aaron's got Coach Beard going deep in this thing. Ooh. That's what she said. Um, man, there's some fun ones. Okay. I so, love Negan and Christina Yang. Okay. Too. I don't know any Walking Dead. So for me, I yeah. I could all three of the Walking Dead is like, I can't speak to that. So I went against all three of them. And I'm sure that will bite me in the rear. <laughs> and that's okay. Which a lot, of, a lot of people said that this year, I think we kind of went a little bit more obscure in some of the shows and stuff. Maybe not as popular as like all the Marvel and all the whatever stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, let's face it. So there's, there's, there's a lot of... We've gone through a lot of Marvel characters. We've gone through a lot of comic book characters. We've a gone, ton. Yeah. We've gone through a lot of even just mainstream media, like, I mean, just characters. Yeah. It, it, we're, it's the nitty gritty. We are. We're in, we're in it. The good thing is that people keep making content that we can, um, yeah. you know, feed off of. All right, how about this, Kevin? Yeah. Give me a 10 seed or lower, 10 yeah. seed or worse... When I say lower, that means a bigger number. Yeah. A worse uh-huh. team um, that you th- think has the best chance to advance. Well, can I do two? You can do as many as you want. I mean, if you think there are multiple low seeds that are going to win, by all means. I 100% went straight for um, the 11 seed of lacrosse ball. Oh, that was one of the conversations Will and I spent like 10 minutes on today. Like talking, that's lacrosse ball versus flats, right? Yeah. We literally debated that one for like 10 minutes at work. We're like, well, we did, I, and I think we we had a difference of opinion on that. I'm going to say this. Lacrosse ball, pretty simple tool. Um, I don't think there's much to it, but at the same time, gets a lot of jobs done. Sure for the simplicity of it. But I just think name an athletic trainer that you know that hasn't implemented a lacrosse ball into some of at some point their treatment and or is there's not a lacrosse ball in their bag. I damn near I damn near lived with one. <laughs> right? And then my other was and I think this is really tough. I think it's going to be a really hard matchup for a lot of people's brains. But Maximus, mm. another 11 seed, Maximus and Robin Hood. I think there's there's a big love out there for the nonstop getting to your goal, lifelong mission that Maximus has to honestly put... Um, People on his back to get back home. The caring nature with the fer- like the ferocity yeah. that he does it with. I-, I think people love Maximus. They love him. And it's a great movie. So I I have this weird feeling that Robin Hood might not make it through the first round. <laughs> I don't know. You got two live streamers who says they got Maximus winning. One who says... That's what I'm yeah. Um, so I think for me, the one that is probably going to win, Mm -hmm. I think has the, the, that has the best chance of winning 
uh, will be Alex Karev. Mm. Uh, he's a 10 seed going up against a 7 seed Fresh Prince. Bel Air. Um, I think Alex probably will win based on medical background, but I'm not, not sure. and because I think Will Smith's getting canceled. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but deep down, remember the, it's the, the character of Fresh Prince, it's, not it's Will the Smith. Correct. But if I look at my bracket, there are a couple. I've got a couple double-digit seeds that I think are going to go deep in this tournament. And I think they'll both be out round one, and that's where I'm going to get really pissed off. One, I have Coach Beard going a couple rounds, and he's a 13 seed. That's number one. Um, The other one uh, that I think should – I actually have him right now in my final four. (laughs) <laughs> in my final four mm. I have a 15 seat in my final four. Oh my The sit down restaurant Oh god <laughs> I have the sit down restaurant as a, And I don't know how far They might advance further than that I haven't completed my bracket But right now Sit down restaurant Is coming oh. out of the wacky southeast I think that's your I mean you you breed Live and breathe is what I meant to say. <laughs> I breed. You breed. I breed restaurants. Let's hope no. so because then I'll be make bankrolling. You live and breathe of the service, the service industry. Well, let's let's just let me yeah. let me just pitch Love my it. let me just pitch my argument here. Sure, go for it. The sit down restaurant, right? It's it's been around for a long time and it's not going anywhere. No. Okay, it's stable. It tried. It's stable. COVID tried kicking it. You out. have it came back strong. You have sit down restaurants that are open twenty four hours. Available. Sure. Availability. Most of them are called diners. Yeah. <laughs> so that hey, I need to that whole like let's lay out anything you need, that concierge service. That's what a sit down restaurant is. So I kept going back to that, the availability, the flexibility, um, the I'll lay out all the options and you can kind of get what you need. Yeah. It's a wide array of things. So I I personally feel like it is a really, really good, strong candidate. Um, The other one that I I think has a chance to win. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't pick it. What? What? Mufasa is a 14 seed oh, over Starlight. Mufasa. Yeah. Did you watch the movie again? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> I got till next week. Maybe uh maybe when I'm on vacation this weekend. So Love it. Um Lacrosse Ball is the only low seed that Nate has going. Uh Kevin, hi from your team meal. Take a picture, send it to us. Uh, okay, next question, Kevin. Let's talk about the ones versus sixteens. Mm-hmm. I think this is fun. We kind of grouped the sixteen Kev. seeds as yeah. Dale uh, and Brendan from Step Brothers with Ron Burgundy, and we threw baseball players in there. <laughs> they probably, do any of and them? They would be very honored to be in that group. I think all very, very, very popular characters. Very popular characters. Do I think they would make good athletic trainers? Absolutely not. <laughs> In your opinion, do any of them really have a chance at winning? Um, I mean, we got baseball players against mashed potatoes. That that that's tough. Is that that is really tough? I I, I don't think I don't think it's that's going to be an easy fight for the baseball player. It's not going to be an no, easy. I I don't. Oh, I really don't. Um, 
Dale Doback against Matt Murdock. Let's let's just say this: if Dale makes it through, something there's the biggest upset in candid fat yeah. packet history, even uh, more than Dembe losing. <laughs> now Burgundy against Ted Lasso. Obviously, Burgundy would make a very poor athletic trainer, but I think both of those characters live in this like lore of just funny. Love them, quote them, live and breathe again. I use that euphemism maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it is um, to describe something. I I really think Ron Burgundy is your best chance of a 16 seed making it through against your Ted Lasso. Interesting. Now, I've never watched the show, but I just, from the clips... I feel like they're similar. after you watch the show. Yeah, I think people who don't vote or people who have never seen Ted Lasso, yeah, will have a higher chance of just saying, "Oh, I like Ron Burgundy." Yeah, yeah. If you have watched the show, there is zero percent chance you will vote for Ron Burgundy. What's interesting is if he makes it to if Ron Burgundy makes it to the second round, he's going to win again. There's there's not a lot saying, well, no chance he can't make it through the second or no chance he can't he. He's not going to make through the third. If he makes it through the first, he might go deep in the tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those might make it all the way to the lead eight. I could see it. What do you got? Give me your 16 seed that might just make it through. I kind of agree that just based on name. Yeah. Brian Burgundy has probably the best chance. Although mm-hmm. when it comes to baseball players versus mashed potatoes, that whole bracket, you never know who's going to win. Know. It's such a wild card, which is actually one of the coolest things about the fat bracket to me. Absolutely. is like, in real sporting events, it's like, you have a feel, and there are upsets. But there's nothing like... Bless, bless you. Ah. There's nothing like the Southeast bracket in the fat bracket <sighs> where anything goes. It's True. a complete crapshoot. 100%. I mean, there is... A non-stop southeast bracket, like you could make a case for each one. The the difference between the one and the ten seed, the two and the sixteen. I, I mean, it is very difficult to rank that lower right bracket. All right, next question. Yes, sir. Um, what potential second round matchup? Is most intriguing to you, mm. and I'll, I'll go first. I got yeah, two. Please. I got two. The hardest matchup in this bracket to me, and I'm just assuming that I'm going to get him right in the first round, and I I, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Sure. Is Robin Hood okay. versus Cassian Andor? Ooh, uh, Robin Hood. One. Robin Hood being like my favorite childhood character, one of my favorite childhood characters, versus Cassian Andor, which I thought was the best show of last year, both hard workers, both like kind of doing it for the right. I mean, Robin Hood kind of has a lot of good qualities. Cassie Andor is kind of like the, will do anything at all costs. I have a hard time with that matchup. In fact, I picked things all around it and I'm like, I just still don't, I just don't know where I'm going to go with Cassie Andor versus Robin Hood. Uh, The other one, uh, and I don't, again, this one is shaky 
potential map matchup as well. In the uh, northwest bracket, mm-hmm. you could end up with a Benoit, uh, Benoit Blanc, Blanc mm-hmm. from Glass Onion versus Starlight. True. That's very intriguing to me. Okay. I I yeah. don't know who I, I have picked a winner in that, but I could see yeah. it going either way. Then again, I could see both of those people losing in the first round. True. But it's a really intriguing matchup to me. Yeah, I think they're they're both just unknown enough characters that mm-hmm. the masses might vote the other way. Mm-hmm. I also think it does that creates a very good matchup in that very investigative, obviously. I mm-hmm. mean, he, basically Benoit is a private investigator. And then you got Starlight. I mean, she is the she's a sweetheart. She's the uh, like the moral compass almost of all of these it's a great great like anti-heroes basically yeah right but a little but the problem is she's like a slightly gullible or slightly yeah. like naive at first sure. yeah. now she learns a little bit and mm-hmm. that gets kind of rubbed off what's kind of cool about her is she ends up being that character that puts her foot down and says no this is who i am no yeah. let's go let's fucking deal with it so true so true which would so make true. a good athletic trainer <laughs> I got the battle of the queens, Oliver versus. Oh, that's a good Lightning. one. That was it. That is another one. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, and I and think that was the actual matchup in. Yeah. When we talked about it. Yeah. And I, th- I don't know if we said it, but I, they're both characters that are, I guess, incredibly self-centered. Like, really, I don't need anybody else in life to working as a team eventually and realizing numbers are strength and there is a value in relying on others even. And so I think there's, I think that's going to create a very, very interesting matchup. Yeah, I agree. That's a very intriguing one. Uh, Do you feel like anybody was miss? Um, seated or disrespected? Oh hell no! Because you and I did, did the seating, but I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting here and I'm like, yeah. Fucking sit down restaurants as a 15 seed. I know. There's so many positive qualities. What were we thinking? I don't know. We're just throwing it out there for the people. See what see what they vote for. I mean, I think um, I wouldn't go back and reseed only because <laughs> it's you know it's, it's pretty sticky. It's well. <laughs> It's kind of fun when we do it, yeah. right? And then um, to really think about the the value or the the level from one to sixteen of these groups of fat participants, um, you know, it's not like they had a competition before it, really, because they're, none of them are actually playing for a seed. I just think there's there ends up being the MacGyvers of the world that it's just like, I mean. That is a number one seed. This year, more than any other year, I think was very open. I I think we both struggled at times, but also said, let's not overthink it, right? But, yeah. It's hard not to overthink this because we have no idea. (laughs) Nobody knows what any of it is. Um, All right, last one. Yeah. Well, here, Kyle Rutledge said his toughest second-round matchup would be mac and cheese versus bread chicken. I would be really upset because that would mean uh-huh. sit-down restaurants would be out True. in the first run, and I have them in the final four. But I agree. 
that would be a very tough. Yeah, that was mac that and cheese versus breaded yeah. chicken would be a very tough mm-hmm, second round mm-hmm. matchup. I, I even thought mac and cheese versus a sit down restaurant. That is that's that, tough. That, those are two tough competitors. Right well, there. if so facto, the mac and cheese goes in the restaurant, so the restaurant trumps it. What is the restaurant any good without the mac and cheese? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any other matchups? No, I I think those are the, the fun ones. I mean, well, as we progress, like when we when we meet next week, we'll be into second round matchups, potential third round matchups. So I think that'll be fun. <laughs> we'll talk about those. Um, Good call, Nate. What did he say? He said if Dale Dobak uh, goes through, it means that people didn't know Matt Murdock is Daredevil. I guess meaning his secret identity is safe. Good. He's done a nice mm-hmm. job of. <laughs> I mean, maybe Matt Murdock's like, "Hey, listen, I don't need to. Get, I'm good. I'm good. Don't don't be telling everybody who I am." I think Matt Murdock is got a chance to win this thing. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, it, I well, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think enough comic book hero. I don't think there's enough enough comic book people out there to maybe put. Well, I take that back. Every year we've got Marvel and yeah, the about champions. All right. Last one, and then we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Um, of the four regions, which do you think is the strongest? Oh. Um, tough to not vote for the southeast from the standpoint of I really do think the difference between number one and number 16 is really not that much. Yeah. Um, but, can a, but can somebody from that bracket yeah. win the whole thing? Really? When you get down to it, will you ever vote for something out of that bracket over a person where you know the character? I got to go with the Northeast. I mean, Obi-Wan. Miyagi. Miyagi. Uncle Phil. I mean, you're making cases for Coach Beard. Robin Hood. Maximus. Cassian. Simba. Negan. I just, I think that's a pretty strong, strong quadrant. On that, I think people are going to sweat picking those um yeah i don't know what the toughest one is i like i like characters in each of them i've got one character going pretty deep that i think most people will surprise (laughs) um (laughs) surprised me went so deep jeez (laughs) that's not what she said Heard that one in my life. Uh, yeah, I think I have to agree with you. I I think when you get into in that bracket, you've got Roy Kent as a ten. We haven't talked about them, but he, he could he could win. Uh, your eleven seed, uh, Maximus twelve seed. Black Adam, I you know I don't see any of them winning, but you could make arguments. But like the top nine, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be I'll be very uh, yeah. The whole thing is intriguing to me, but I'll I'll agree with that. Um, all right. All right. What's next? Um, do you want to do our top five, or you want to do our FMK? Top five. Let's do our <clears throat> top five. Uh, Kevin, we asked 100 athletic trainers. Yeah. How many national anthems have you heard? Well, 
One. Four. Ten. Two hundred and six. And then two. How many do you think you've heard? 162 times no. how many years? Oh, you weren't out there to hear them all? So I totally did this. Uh, how many national anthems have you heard? Just the United States? Oh, you're saying different varieties. Yeah, that's what I went for. Well, that was on my thing to talk about is Interesting. people okay. People went, I'm gonna, like, I'm how many re- times have you heard re-vote. the national anthem? I'm going to revote. Um, but that did come up. Like, yeah. people would put this many different national anthems, but this many times. And they basically went one, just the United States. Yeah. Four, just a random number. Ten, because maybe you've done some traveling for sports. And, the Olympics. You know, whatever. Well, I did 206 because that's how many countries are eligible for the Olympics. And maybe you are you went to the opening ceremonies and you heard every single one of them. And then two, because I think most Americans have been around Canadian. when the Canadian national anthem has been yeah. played. But how many national anthems have I heard? Yeah. United States national anthems? I'm going to go number one. Zero, just for fun. Number two, oh, um, 15,000. Then I'm going to go 982. And then I'm going to go 162. And I think I have one more. Um, 12. Just came to me. So somebody replied, I don't see how this is relevant. Yeah. And respectfully, I couldn't disagree anymore. Part of the job is covering the events and... I don't see how this... That's what they responded was? How, I don't see how this is relevant? Yeah, which is fine. That's your opinion. All right. I completely disagree. I do think it is... It's part it, of sports. Yeah, covering... <laughs> Well, all right, so here's the question. Did you hear every national anthem of every game that you had to work? No. Or were you, so you would be in the dugout or in, down in the ATR while the national anthem was going off, so you didn't? 100% I was not out for every national anthem. I got out for as many as I could, particularly well, in the minor leagues. In the major leagues, I was, God, 99% of the time I was not out there for the start of the game. So sure. I was back doing rehab. So you, if you had the ballpark, how many you, if you had to guess how many you've heard, what do you think it would be? Just, I mean, in my baseball career? As an athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. 10 times 162 is 1620. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I would only, I would actually say 140 times 2 is 280. 350? Sure. Something like that. I got like 14 years of 50 of them. Yeah. Yup, yup. Plus soccer, plus, oh, yeah, I mm-hmm. probably, I'm probably around 1,000 or so. For sure. But, all right, so your top five answers this week. We had a tie for. Did I ever tell you my national anthem story? When I was in the minor leagues? No, go for it. I like Maybe. Con- I controversy, like national anthem? No, go. 
This um, is this is interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting. Um, first year in minor leagues, so you know, typical team goes out on the line for the national anthem. Like I said, I tried to be out for every. You didn't national know what to anthem. do with your hands. Well, that's exactly what it was. I um, I've always stood with my hands behind my back, um, still not doing anything but staring at the flag um, during the national anthem. That's what I've always done. I have literally never put my hand on my heart. And I was posted on our minor league um, like Facebook page. It was zoomed in on me that I was like, anti-american and that i was basically like disrespecting the flag and i was by a fan yeah by a fan so a fan who wasn't taking pictures during the national anthem correct so like legitimately i i get this email from the gm of the team and it says hey like before you see this i want to talk to you about it blah 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 and he comes down and he's like so like legitimately nothing's wrong we found out who posted this this and that but it's me hands behind my back like attention at the flag and saying that i'm anti-american i'm disrespecting the united states now biloxi where i was is actually um very military based area and so my understanding at that time was that because i've seen Numerous ways that people pay attention to the flag during the national anthem. A lot of people hand over their heart, mm-hmm. right? Take off your hat, hand over your heart. Um, I've also seen military personnel, no hand on heart, arms at their sides, mm-hmm. at attention. I've also seen people with their hands behind their, behind their back. Um, and so I get blasted on social media and this is really for one of the first times this has ever happened to me and so I'm, I'm a little fired up like what the hell like and the reason i'm fired up is because i shit you not that no less than a week prior to this happening we are in a team meeting and i my players were known for laughing during the national anthem spitting out seeds maybe other contraband, tobacco, things like that during the national anthem, um, talking to each other and just like not paying attention. Sure. And so I politely said, listen, you're in a military town. Uh, People are going to notice this. I also think it's very respectful to the country that you're playing in. Not necessarily that you have to believe all of its values, but it's very respectful to um, just not do anything. Not saying that you have to like sing it. Not saying that you have to like say, uh, you know, all hail the United States of America. But just let's not be spitting tobacco, seeds, laughing, things like that. People are going to take offense to it. And I think that's the last thing you want to do. And so I get blasted on social media because my hands were behind my back. Sure. And next to me in the picture, one of my players is going like this with, it looked funny, huh? with a bag of seeds during the national anthem, right? Hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. So my, the GM of the team goes, all right, like we found out who it was. 
because we looked on the cameras and we looked at the angle of somebody that would have to like be taking a picture of you. Not only holding their phone up, taking a picture of me in the middle of the national anthem, but hat on and like not paying attention to the national anthem. Interesting. So that's my national anthem story. That's incredible. And so what I found out though is that it's not necessarily like a law or anything, but like the guidelines for standing for the national anthem, I was like right and also wrong. I just didn't know why I was wrong. And that, so for citizens in the United States, it is customary right hand over your heart during the national anthem. But if you are a military personnel, which I am not, and I'm not a veteran, I'm not nothing, nothing of the sort. Um, when you are, I think it's when you're not on military grounds or when you are on military grounds, I can't remember, um, you do not put your hand on your heart because Interesting. there's something about like it was like a sign. They were afraid that if somebody saw you with your hand on your heart and they like then they knew you were like a part of the military that like somebody might lash out or something like that. There, it was something with that regards. So needless to say, um, the slight rebel in me kept just keeping my hands behind my back, um, because I thought I was being very, very respectful. Um, I don't necessarily think that my heart has anything to do with that. Anything like my country. Um, and I never heard from the guy again. And I hope I don't offend anybody with that. That's wild. I try to be as respectful as possible during and all national anthems, but particularly ours. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> all right. So we had a tie for fourth place. Uh, four people apiece said 600 anthems, and um, four other people said 5,000 anthems. Mm. Um, we had uh, in third place... Uh, seven people said thousands, multiple thousands. Thousands, not millions, but thousands. thousands. And we had a tie for first place, um, 15 apiece. 15 people said 1,000 national anthems, and 15 people said too many to count. Too many to count. So yeah. And then we had a whole lot of slew of answers that didn't make any sense. But <laughs> So then we, we talked about it, like how many different countries anthems have you heard so yeah. for me it's just at while i'm working just two mm-hmm. um i think i've i've heard more than two working i think maybe not yeah definitely canadian so what do you think the the total amount of time i mean that's a lot oh of gosh that's like there's actually something how long is the national anthem is is Somewhere like a minute and 52 seconds or something. There, there's some number, and it's they use it as a barometer for the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. And um, I wanted to I wanted to um, turn it into a friend or foe, but I don't, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like standing out there. Or what's the best version of the national anthem you've ever heard? Live? No. Well, one that stands out live, like just because that, that's where my brain went first. Um we had this kid in high school that was just like unreal on the trumpet. 
Like just no. he like went off like he left co- or left high school early to go to some fancy school in like New York to play trumpet, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Um, he did the national anthem for one of our high school basketball games, and I mean, I don't think there was a single person in that basketball arena or gym that was like not hairs standing on back of their back of their neck. Um, that one like really stands out. Uh, best. I think the classics are out there Whitney from Houston. Whitney Houston, right? Um, you know, I I can't one that one's not like necessarily standing out other than the v- really really famous versions, Jimi Hendrix, you know, guitar and things sure, like that. Sure, that's a good one. I didn't um, think about that one. That I think what impresses me most is when people don't try to make it their own song. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't really care if you have a good voice to an amazing voice or good at an instrument to an amazing at an instrument. Just, it's not your song to freaking change. And so don't hold notes for a really long time. Don't whatever. Um, and then literally <laughs> anything, anything that has a timed flyover yeah. is just, cool. man, get, gives you the chills for, every time. For me, the one that, Stands out that I'll pull up on YouTube every once in a while and just watch is Marvin Gaye. Oh, is that, he messes it up, doesn't he, or something? No, Marvin Gaye. Oh. He's like doing it during one of the like oh, no, the NBA like yeah. All Star games, and he's just he turns it into like this. It's Marvin Gaye, you know. He's like getting so down. And everyone's just it's like a banger. Fucking getting after it. If you can sing the national anthem and people want to like <laughs> do naughty things during the national anthem, you've won. I want so to. I, I want to do stuff. During the national, when Marvin Gaye singing the national anthem, if you are like in the mood, there was, there you was should a, YouTube it. YouTube Marvin Gaye national anthem, and you'll be like, he like takes it and he turns it into this like sultry like, mm. oh yeah, what's going on? Yeah. I mean like maybe the little extra long commercial break. Yeah. After that, <laughs> everyone's mm. like, all right, and then the game probably sucked because everyone's like, all right, Marvin was the highlight. Who was um. They're it's talking Car- about Carl Lewis. They're talking the about one. the bad yeah. ones, oh. like the Roseanne, the Carl yeah. Lewis's. And that's, who, that's who I thought of was like Carl Lewis singing, and it was just awful. Unfortunately, yeah. What you th- did you watch the Super Bowl? No, no. I watched some of it. I watched. Um, no, we watched. Uh, Bennett wanted to watch like Blippy or something, <laughs> <laughs> or like that Paw guy. Patrol. We were watching some kids' TV, and I, I was the first time. It was like this is the first time I haven't watched the Super Bowl in my entire life, yeah. and I went, "Yeah, I I'm know. okay with it." Yeah, like why was why are sports like sports dominated my entire life, and now I'm realizing mm-hmm. there's other things out there. You bet your ass, like there is. this podcast. You know, Absolutely. like I want to make this great. I want to do this all the time. Um. So, anyways, that's our that's our top five. Nice. Um, mostly the, well, he's huge on blippy excavator. Like if you need a song to get stuck in your head, the (laughs) blippy excavator song is stuck up there for like days on end, uh, for me. And then, um, he'll watch blippy excavator and he'll watch blippy when he goes to the Arizona, Arizona diamondbacks baseball stadium. He loves that. Something, some controversy happened with this blippy guy, right? So he, he started by himself. Yeah. And then, um, he ended up having another person like kind of take over for him part time. I don't know. I don't know if they split it or if, whatever. I think he just wanted to st- 
I, I guess I don't know. Huh. I do know that he's got 17 million viewers on yeah. YouTube, and this guy, or he's got like 14 million views on YouTube. It's incredible. Yeah. No, he's the guy just it. goes through all these like fun things and videotapes. It's great. It's like a content creator delight. He's you know 32 32 year old trying to be a kid or literally act like a kid it's, and people like so oh, you're, I'm going to put my you're kid familiar watches. with it huh not with my kid but like when I'm around other yeah. little tykes that are like Bennett's age sure. like, and they love they love it they love yeah, it he, and he, he learns so I think it's I'm a little creeped out by it but whatever no it's it's kind of fun whatever yeah I don't know I'm I'm just not there yet I just put it on like when I need to cook and we just need him to kind of sit still while I'm cooking or whatever. Absolutely. And so. like my my little guy's not there yet. Where like yeah. you can put something on in order to distract him. Right now it's more like put him in front of his toys or yeah, give him a teething cracker and then he's distracted. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, Kev. FMK. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's coming. No idea what's. We're coming. gonna call this one the urge. The. The urge. Urge. Not the purge. The urge, the athletic training urge. I need to you're going to be doing spell urge for a second. You're going to be doing an eval, or you're going to be doing a treatment, All right. or you're going to be covering a, an event. When the urge, you got to go to the bathroom. Yep, you got to go. You're like, right. holy shit, I got to go. Eval treatment. Eval treatment coverage. When it hits you, you're like, shit. Practice or a game? It's a game. All right. A little different in my world, but only from the standpoint of like... In your current world or your like traditional role? Like my traditional world. Like the first time I eval somebody, my initial assessment... It's like the first time I'm meeting him. Yeah. And so if I'm like, hey, I got to go poop. <laughs> That'd be a tough one. What if it's just you got to go pee? Oh. Would you Would you be fine saying that? I got to take a leak. I'll be right back. I, I probably would like, um, be like, hey, you know, I just got to grab something real quick. I'll be right back. And just hope, for, hope to God that it's not like the longest pee of all time. I got no awesome powers in me. Um. Oh my god! When is that? When oh, the blippy Arizona Diamondback. Yeah, he like literally they've got him uh, on one of the um, bullpen carts. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta go find Doctor Evil. I'll be right back. And he like does the backup, backup, forward, backwards thing. Oh really? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Interesting. If you catch it. Um. All right, I'm gonna marry. Oh my god. I'm going to marry the game. <laughs> Reason being, if it's a game, now, this is not in every scenario or every setting, but anytime I've ever been involved with a game, there was another athletic trainer with the other team. And so if something serious happens that I have to be there, um, or can't be there, there's going to at least be another athletic trainer. It's a really bad choice because what if something not serious happens? I got to go run out of the field with the coach. But 
I'm still going to do it. Yeah, you... I'm going to F the treatment. Just gets me out of a treatment for a little bit. <laughs> Feels a little good to do some bad things. And then um, that means I'm going to kill the eval. I don't want, I don't like losing my train of thought. Well, that was the first thing I thought of. That, that's the one where you're like, all right, I got to start over. Where was I? One hundred percent. You know, you. I don't. Know, I always think about this. Like when I my, I hate my patients coming to the clinic, and let's say I quick like I'm in between patients and I like ah I should go use the bathroom right right now, and then I open the bathroom door like leaving the bathroom and then like my patient is coming in to use the bathroom. I think that's one of the most awkward situations of sure. all time. It's like, you know, you know, my hands were in places. Well, that's what I was just going to think in terms of treatment. That's the one you don't want to, you have to use your hands. So on eval too. Not always. What do you mean? How are you evaling? Without well, for me right hands. for me right now, all my evals are just like quick <laughs> histories and like, all right, I got it. True, you got True. Arth- you got arthritis too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you, oh, another another case of oh, your hip hurts. All right, cool. yeah. All right, how old are you? Have you got an extra seventy four with hip right. pain? Real original, <laughs> <laughs> real original people. Um, but no, so like the whole. Which, by the way, do you guys do walk in? Um, Exam like physical exams like for athletes? No, no, no. They got a schedule with one of the non ops. Ah, gotcha. With like a Doctor Young or Doctor Kobayashi. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know, maybe. No, you, but you can call and schedule one, and it shouldn't take. I mean, they should be able to get you in pretty quick. No. Um. Okay. So, coverage is probably the biggest no no. Doctor Kobayashi. Yeah. Like the, like the guy that eats the hot dogs. No, she. Oh. Like she, she Yuka she, Kobayashi. She eats all the hot dogs? No. <laughs> <laughs> how many hot dogs she can she eat? Oh my god, how many times she heard that? Um I'm just Kyle said marry the evil, F the treatment, kill the game. Don't ever want to ever work a game with the case of the hot snakes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will say you push it to the limit during the game. That's probably other, the other scenarios you might not. The biggest it's probably the most frowned upon, but I think you gotta do it. It's just the most inevitable during a game. And for me, I'll dabble just because I need a little break from it. Yeah. To break it up, like, oh shit, third inning, let me go. All right, sixth <laughs> inning, I'll go again. I'll try and get two in there. Coach, just to break this coach, thing. Coach, I'll up. be right back. Um I got a turtle head poking <laughs> out. And it's kind of like a fun challenge to see, can I get down and back by the time the first pitch of the next oh, inning? God, if you so can. I'll turn it into a little bit of a game. If you can, or I that, would. that means there's way too much time in between innings. Yeah. Pitch clock. I, I was just thinking about that. I want to ask Dave how what his thoughts are on the oh, speeding up the he game. he loves it. Well, everyone loves it in terms of the game, but like now we got pitchers who need cardiovascular endurance. Oh, and Is it going to lead to more injuries? Is there any chance it leads to more injuries? Because you're not not for the not for the young men that are under the tutelage of Dave Yeager, because he will be tell you, he will tell you flat out. Listen, people, baseball pitchers, it's more of an anaerobic exercise than it is an aerobic exercise. So what are you doing running five miles all the time? I agree with that 100. percent 
Dave, Dave's been on top of this heart rate variability stuff for years. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to go back I, I'm going to turn I'm going to make it fun going during the coverage. Um, I'll make it fun, so I'm going to F with that. Oh. I want to see how far I can push the limits. Physically. Physically. You shouldn't push, though. (laughs) Leads to other complications. So I I will marry... Yeah, do you have a squatty potty or not? How about that? That changes (laughs) everything. Um, I have to kill the eval, too. I can't marry treatment because the the wet hands doing the tre- like treatments are the most hands on one. The wet, Shit, the wet hands. Well, you're gonna wash your hands when you're done. Well, sure you did. I bet you got pee all over your hands. Chad. Yeah, it's just a little awkward having to explain yourself. Explain yourself. Like, uh, but there is like just that little like, oh god. Um, yeah, I'll I'll marry the treatment. I'll marry the treatment. I'll kill the eval. Or may actually, you know, take that back. I'll marry the eval because maybe I do need to step away for a split second, think about what I've learned, and then reapproach. It's kind of like a police Sorry. officer in an interrogation. They step out. They come okay. back in. So I'll, I'll take that. I'll go get that coffee break. Come back. Come back playing, in. Playing bad cop. Yeah. All right. Now I'm fucking sick of this. <laughs> Tell me the truth how you hurt yourself. So... <laughs> I'll, I'll marry that and I'll kill the treatment uh, even though I really wouldn't. So, all right. Um, all right. I think th- we're going to get into our feature topic here. Are you ready yeah, for I, it? Uh, uh Go. <laughs> All right, before we get into the, four. the we do the, the feature topic, we are going to think and highlight our newest sponsor, Arbar. So Arbar Energy. It's arbarenergy.com. Arbarenergy.com. Um they are they're a snack company. They they make bars, they make health bars. Yeah, they do. And they've got five flavors, I believe. Uh, Kevin's got the website pulled yep. up. And so, uh, Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. so what do we got? We got peanut butter. So we got a chocolate peanut butter. We got a coconut almond, honey nut peanut, peanut, a cranberry cashew, and then your classic peanut butter and jelly. Which is the one I had. Yeah. You're, you had them here in the clinic yeah. and they're and they damn near them. gone. Yeah, everybody loved them. So they obviously taste good because you got other products on the shelf that aren't gone, but the R bars are all yeah. gone. For the, um, for the most part, I mean, I'm telling you, they, they are really good. And like the coolest thing is when you healthy, well, like legitimately, you look at the ingredients list and you're like, oh, I know what all those things are. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's simple. He, this is Brian started. He was running like marathons and, or he was, he was a biker. He was like doing all these extreme, like long distance biking. And he wanted to make, he literally made bars for like two years, right. pressed them together. Mm-hmm. And he was just like using super simple ingredients and people loved them. So he like stuck with it. I guess this is something. So here's what we've got. Yeah. Um, one, he's got a good product. If you are a member of the Candid Athletic Training podcast if you're one of our members uh you are entitled to 30% off anything what they sell 30% off we will send you the email and the link with the special code 
um, for 30% thirty percent off anything our bar. Don't they also have a variety pack? They do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. Furthermore, so make sure to check them out at rbarenergy.com. If you remember, thirty percent off. Thirty percent off. If you need something for your kit, something. If you're tired of candy, I mean, clearly Kevin and I love candy, but I I would have a bar all the time. There was days where that was my lunch. We had the top five mm-hmm. a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. It's like, how many meals did you miss? Yeah. Well, if I included bars, I didn't miss many because I always had something like that available. And uh, we're super excited to be working with them. It's, it's they're good. That's that's all I'm gonna say. And I mean, they're like these small little bars packed with, I don't know, like 150, 180 calories of just like cranberries and healthy, like, like nuts. Like, oh, my God. Uh, a lot of them are actually gluten-free, which was yeah. important yeah, to exactly. me. Uh, now, I will say... Dairy and gluten-free. Dairy and gluten-free. I think all of them, but I think. But if you have a nut allergy, I think um, yeah. that's one that you're we're not going to be able to get it's by. It's going to be tough. Yeah, for a bar. But that's okay. Um, Cranberry cashew. I was like, oh, my God. Also, also, they are giving us three boxes a <laughs> month. Three boxes every month to a give month. away. So we'll, we'll do something similar to what we are doing with Human Kinetics. Uh, we'll just pick one of our members every yeah. month, and we'll send you three free boxes of bars. Yeah. Or we can give away one box three times a month. I don't know. Kevin and I will um We might we'll even discuss. make a social media game about it. Yeah. But you got to be a member. You got to be a member. So members only get the discount for 30% off. Um, members, members only, only eligible for the... <laughs> What? Members only jackets, yeah. yeah. Members only um, to be eligible to win free food because we appreciate Precisely. our members. Correct. Correct. So. so, I mean, it's just we're trying to, you know, get you guys a bunch of stuff and to say not only thank you for being a member, but also get you things that are useful for your life. Yeah, something mm-hmm. that you can use in everyday life. You got that little, you know, and you got that little box hanging out in your desk or in your bag, and then everybody's like, what is that? Hell, maybe you use it at work. Maybe you don't. Maybe you are working out on the weekend, yep. or maybe you're totally. going, maybe after bar. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want, you know. Sure. A bar. Here you yeah. go. R bar for a bar. Ooh. And I think candid bar, candid bar, candy, candy bar, candid, candid bar. It's candid bar. it's it's a funny play on words. Ah. Yes, it's it like is. a candy bar, but it's a candid one. Yeah. So true. It's our bar. So true. So, uh, yeah, just make sure if you're not a member of the show, become a member of the show become and just another perk. So, um, so for our feature topic, we want to get back to some basics here. We're going to talk a little rehab. Rehab. Um, we wanted to give a couple cues. We're going to go back to the very basics. Yeah. Kevin and I are each going to pick out two very specific cues that we use quite often when doing a rehab that um, – If you've been around, maybe this is going to be repetitive or redundant information, something you've already known. Maybe if you're a student listening to us or you're a newer athletic trainer, maybe it's something you can learn and implement in your next rehabs. And we're just here to help. So I think we also need reminders, you know? For sure. For sure. Uh, You want to go? Sure. Go ahead. Why don't you give your first one? Core, 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 core. What? Who needs core? Core, core, core. Um, Number one. Anything can be turned into a core exercise if you do it right. Uh. Um, so, my cue 
for my patients, my athletes. How do you, how, what is, what is core activation, right? Well, one way to do it is just slap them in the belly real quick and see what they do. Just hit them. Just hit them. And then you say, hey, all right, if I'm going to hit you again, what would you do to, like, actually prevent that from hurting? I think you'd have to activate your core. You would brace, right? And I think it's a pretty solid way. The other, like, way I talk about it, had a track coach. You're on the line to do your whatever, 24, 24th, 400 of the day. And he would come by and he would poke me in the belly. In the jujitsu. And then so I'm, I'm, I see him out of the corner of my eye. And he's coming down. And I'm like, he's going to poke me in the belly again. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I, I mean, okay, like flex my core because that, that's that's what's going to like stop him. But like now like my, I'm shaking. I don't want to let him know that I'm, I'm flexing my core. How do I do this? And I just ever so slightly just draw my belly button back. And then I think about like if somebody were to poke me in the side – how would I activate my core but not let anybody know that I was activating my core? Like, giving me this instant six-pack. And that, like, you know what? Mm, yeah, I feel good. I feel strong. Well, that's how you activate your core. That's my number Excellent. one. Um, one of my favorite cues is on the bridge, the, the glute bridge. Oh, the glute so bridge. So when you're on okay. your back and your knees are bent to 90. Mm. So I like to talk a little bit about, like, how to cue, what are you trying to influence? Um, so if you are at exactly 90 degrees, you are probably working equally your glutes and your hamstrings. Get out the goniometer. So if you bend your knees more than 90 degrees, so your heels are closer to you, yeah. you are going to influence your glutes more. I can feel it. And if you push your feet away past 90 degrees, so your b- knees are bent less than 90 degrees, you're influencing the hamstrings more I can in feel that bridging. It. So uh, I think that's a small little detail that maybe new athletic trainers might be useful. So ho- look at the knee angle in a bridge and decide, do I want to work a little bit more glute activation or do I want a little bit more hamstring activation? And you can influence by changing foot position. Yeah, work them hammies. Get those burns. Burns. All right. Give me your, Give me one more. So two most complicated spots in the body for young athletic trainers, the hip, the shoulder. For sure. Let's just freaking simplify this a little bit, okay? Anytime you're doing a closed, closed kinetic chain, closed chain exercise, closed chain rehab exercise, even if you're just freaking standing there, I want you to feel some external rotation at any four of those joints. Okay? If you're standing, ER. I want you to externally rotate. So how do you externally rotate, you ask? Maybe just squeeze your butt together. You know, pinch pinch a little pinch a little pencil. Get a penny between those cheeks. Okay? And then hold that while you squat down and then squat back up. All right? Now, what if I'm doing a plank? What if I'm doing a push-up? What if I'm doing anything with my hands on the ground? I want you to feel those hands, and I want you to screw them into the ground so that you feel some external rotation at your shoulder. Close I want that, that. Close that jar. Close the freaking jar. 
so that you actually have stability in the joint capsule. You know, that's one I don't do enough. Oh. The upper body one. I do the so lower body one all don't. the time when I'm doing exercises myself, but when I, I don't actively cue that myself enough on myself when I'm doing like push-ups or something. And I will so say, thank you. I even do it when I'm like not closed chain with my shoulder because then it glides down in the old socket and then I, I free it from getting that impingement spot and I'm using that joint capsule to create tension throughout. <laughs> Sounds like you got the urge right now. <laughs> Macho Jen, man over I'll be here. right back. Um, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, my last cue is going to be um, make sure you are really focusing on your patient's big toe when you're doing a straight leg raise oh. on post-surgery. So you got them doing SLRs. You really want to just tell them, hey, I want you to think about your big toe. Get that thing pointed back towards you. Lock that ankle. If your toe is up as fully pointed towards back towards your head as you can, your ankle is going to be locked, your knee is going to be locked, you're going to have no lag when you do that straight leg raise. So I think it's really important to focus on the toe, even though we're doing something for our knee. Get that neural connection. Stiffen the whole thing right <laughs> up. Stiffen the neurons. So Get it all stiff. I got, I got not some cues. But just for our young athletic trainers out there, yeah, don't forget about the recovery. Okay, it's not always go 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 in your rehabs. Sometimes you need that recovery day, and literally, don't forget about posture. Mm. Very don't be, good. Don't be afraid to correct people. Like correct people. That's what you're there for. Don't just watch your athletes do rehab and not do corrections. Very fun. Super, super. I hope that is helpful. We haven't done enough of those. We need to go back to doing more like stuff like that. We want to put together some video, like a video library of our favorite rehab exercises. Maybe we keep that for the members, uh, stuff like that. I think um, we got a lot of fun things behind the scenes that we can do. So, yeah. Very fun show, Kevin. Absolutely, um, as always. First off, thanks to our newest sponsor, Arbar Energy. Make sure you check them out, arbarenergy.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, Smart Tools, smarttoolsplus.com, 10% off anything with the code CANDID10. Uh, human Kinetics, CANDID CEU. Uh, check out Athlete Trainer Insurance Plus. Hey, tips. Uh, become a member of our show to get the lowest in professional liability insurance based on your category. And as always, thanks to Healthy Roster, the official sponsor of Candid Athletic Training. So Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Get Fill your those, fat brackets. Yeah. So CandidAthleticTraining.com, download fat brackets, send fat brackets to everybody. Um, and then email them back to us. Just little reminders. Write the names of who you want to advance, not the numbers. Number two, as much as you can, just take a picture of just the uh, bracket. I want to, I mean, unless something funny is going on in the background, I don't really want to see anything else. Um, other than that, just send them in to us. Any questions, holler at us. Any topic suggestions, holler at us. Otherwise, have a great night. Bye, y'all. Bye.